0: Tuning into the Live and Love Local podcast. My name is Jessica Taylor, and I'm a broker here at John Green Realtor. I'm excited to share this week's episode with you as I had the opportunity to talk with Janet Keene of the Chiefs Rugby Football Club. Janet spoke to us about how she became involved in the organization and also shared the five pillars of rugby and how they set it apart from other sports. So let's get into it. Well here we are today and I want to thank Janet Keene so much for joining us. Thank she, you. Yes of course. She is the president of Chiefs Rugby and I have the pleasure of knowing her because my daughter plays on the girls high school team um, which I believe did they win state last year? They did. They are the Illinois state champions for uh, 2019.
1: So proud of them. Yes
0: so she has big shoes to fill but um, so I've had the pleasure of knowing you for quite a bit but um, I guess for the people that don't know you, can you give
1: us a little bit of information about your background? So my background is, um, back in the UK, I was a high school teacher. Um, I taught music and PE, Um, so I've got a sports background. Um, We moved here in 2006, um, and we became citizens in 2016. Wow. So yeah, so we're very, very happy. Um, And my husband's job brought us here. Uh, We were supposed to be here for two years, and we just never left. People say to us when we're in restaurants, oh, where are you from? And we go, Oswego, Illinois. And they go, no, no, where are you really from? Yeah. So, yeah. Originally from a town called St. Helens in the northeast of England.
0: Mm. Okay. So that explains your accent a little bit, which we love listening to. Yeah.
1: Okay, so tell us a little bit
0: about um, Chiefs Rugby. How did that come to be? So your son wanted to play a sport you were looking for a rugby club and just maybe there wasn't one uh
1: so i kind of knew that there was rugby going on in illinois and my son at the time was too young um, there wasn't a lot of middle school and younger rugby it was mainly high school rugby and mm. um, so I did reach out to the it was originally Waubonsie Valley Rugby Football Club so it originated at Waubonsie Valley High School okay um, and then when they split and took on Matea, um there was some kids that and then they started having kids from the Oswego communities wanting to play. So in 2014, they did change their name to the Chiefs to be more inclusive. Mm. Um, I arrived at the club in 2014 as well. Um, the first time I took my son to practice, I watched. The second time I took my son to practice, I was helping coaching. Of course. By the end of the first season, I was the club president. And oh I my quite gosh! I don't know how it happened, really, <laughs> but yeah. So got super involved, super quickly. Yeah. And you haven't looked back. Never looked back. No. So okay. we go from strength to strength. So when I took over the presidency of the club. We were a club of about 60 kids, Mm -hmm. um, high school boys and middle school, um, and no girls at that time. Um, And now we are a club of around 130, 140 kids, and we have rookie rugby, which is a non-contact version of the game, Uh, middle school, two teams in middle school, high school boys and high school girls. So there's a lot of kids playing rugby. Oh, yeah. So what's the youngest age that someone could get involved with rugby? So six. So we take kids from first grade upwards and first, second, third and fourth grade. um, Kids play rookie rugby, which is a non-contact version of the sport where they just learn the fundamentals. So at games, we don't keep score. We're there just to have fun, learn the fundamentals, but also learn the culture of Mm. the game as well. So can you tell me
0: a little bit about what makes the culture different?
1: Rugby is based on five pillars, which is integrity, doing the right thing, even though nobody's watching, Mm. discipline, passion, solidarity, and respect. And all those things are just as important as the score at the end of the day. Um, Rugby is Very different in terms of You will never see coaches Or players answering back to a referee We call the referee Sir Hmm. And he is held with utmost respect Um, So That is something that the players And the parents notice Probably the quickest um that there is no arguing at all and so it is a respectful environment. Um you are respectful of your opposition as well. Uh, we say to the kids, you know, you are playing against maybe your future boss, your mm. future brother-in-law, your future sister-in-law. So although on the pitch you are there and you are on opposite sides, as soon as that final whistle goes, you are all on the same side. You are all still part of this rugby family. And as such, at the end of the game, we all sit down and have a meal together. And it's great to see the, the players just chit chatting away with their opposition because, you know, they might be playing with each other on a state select team. Mm-hmm. So that is really, really important that they understand that it's more than just what happens on the pitch. For sure. Yeah,
0: I I love that. And if you've ever had the pleasure of going to a rugby game, you would see that and it's it's different and it's it's better, I think. Um with that said, the culture's fantastic. Um, I I respect it. I enjoy it. Uh, how about and I'm I'm afraid to ask how about safety? So if there's parents listening that are like, "Okay, well that sounds great, but but what about what about safety?" because I think if they're, you know, I didn't know anything about rugby, but I did know that they're it's a context sport, right? Sure and there's no like pads or helmets, right? Correct. How does that work?
1: <laughs> okay, so as an immigrant coming into the USA and really preaching this amazing sport, I hear a lot of the negative. It's football without pads. It's a thugs game. There's always a lot of blood. You, you hear all kinds of negativity about the sport. But in reality, you've just got to look at the NFL. They are bringing in rugby coaches from Europe. Um, Pete Carroll from the Seattle Seahawks was the first NFL coach that really championed the rugby style of tackling because Mm. it is much safer. Whereas in football, you leave your head. It, It just blows my mind that these intelligent people you know they go into a tackle with their head playing football but with the game of rugby we teach kids to take your head out of it and we teach them cheat's cheek so you're leading with your shoulder and you aim for your face cheek to end on top of your opposition's butt cheek when (laughs) you make the tackle so you are safely keeping your head out of the way and more and more um, NFL teams are looking at this style of tackling because it reduces the risk of concussion. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that rugby is immune from concussion. You know, any contact sport, you've got that chance that it could happen. However, whereas football is a collision sport, Rugby is an evasion sport. So you're not looking to smash into your opposition. You are looking to evade all the time. You don't want to get tackled. You want to sidestep these people. So even though, yes, it is contact, yes, injuries happen. You know, I'm not going to lie about that. My own son, Torres ACL, playing rugby but that was just he put his foot down and he turned and he just turned the wrong way so it wasn't that somebody landed on top of him or whatever it was just one of those freak accidents like most you know serious ones are so safety wise that they compare rugby safety to soccer in terms of head injury rates Um, and we work very very hard at the youth level to make sure that concussion and head injury is our main priority. Every single one of our coaches has to go through a World Rugby First Aiding Rugby training. Every single one of our coaches has to annually do a concussion training as well. So we understand what the importance of head injury is. Okay, so you're on top of
0: it. Um We are. Okay, and all the safety measures are in place, and it sounds like you're teaching safety to begin with. Um, That's, yeah, that's great. So if someone was listening and they're like, okay, well, I want little Johnny to maybe play rugby, how would they go
1: about finding you? Okay, so um, our website is org. So we have... um, a website that you can find out my phone number, my email address, the club email address. So just drop us a line, give me a call. As you can tell, I like to talk a lot. And she's so fun to listen I, to. Yes? I'm really, so. really passionate about kids playing rugby. You know, we always say rugby is a game that you can play for the rest of your life. Mm. I have a season ticket for our local high school. So we go high school football. And At the end of the season, to see these 18-year-old boys who have been playing football since they were five years old. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the season of their senior year, that is the last time they'll ever play football if they don't play at college. And absolutely breaks my heart to see that, you know, because they've put heart and soul in it for so long and suddenly it ends for them. Um, But rugby is a game that... It is a very social sport, and you can play well into your 50s. You know, we've got some old coaches of ours that were playing well into their 50s. There's old boys, um leagues our coaches this past summer played in a sevens tournament and it was called the hippos (laughs) and so the rule was you had to be either over 35 years old or over 250 pounds to play in that decision I fit one of those descriptions I would have been able to play (laughs) there you go so so yeah so rugby is a game for life and it gives you a family for life no matter where you are in the world Mm -hmm. you know it's It's one of those sports where no matter where you are, you've got family. And that is probably the most important thing that I feel about the sport of rugby. It gives you a home. So, you know, we've had kids come through our programs that come from broken homes or they live not with their parents. And we provide that feeling of family Mm. and brotherhood and security for them. And that is probably one of the things I'm most proud of for our club that we provide that environment for the young kids that come through our program. That's wonderful.
0: All right Janet well I think you've pretty much covered everything. Oh I did want to ask though you the practices
1: are held in Yorkville at Go For It Sports. They are so anybody who knows sports in this area knows that indoor training space is an absolute premium it's really hard to find and then a couple of years ago one of our parents sent me a text message and said hey it looks like there's a new dome going up in yourville so I contacted the dome owner Justine Brummel and said hey we're looking for indoor space for rugby and she went wow rugby she said I used to play ah. and it turns out she used to play for the US. really so yeah Ah. so that was just um it was just meant to be and so um we have our indoor training there from january through mid-march and the outdoor field is now our home field as well so it is a purpose field with rugby posts up permanently permanently marked out and that is where our home is so it's on galena road in yorkville Okay, and if you know where Raging
0: Waves Water Park is, it's like a stone's throw away from there. Yeah, yeah. it's the so. big
1: blue dome with the gray lid. Yeah, can't mm-hmm. miss it. Okay. Can't miss it.
0: I enjoy a lot of time there. <laughs> um, and then lastly,
1: so Spring Registration, that's coming up possibly? It is, yes. So we open Spring Registration in November. Um, it is open to everybody from first grade upwards. Um, if paying is an issue we are a 501c3 charity so we never turn anybody away if they cannot pay Um, and this year we are doing a little bit something different and special for our players Uh, we've put together a welcome bag for them when they register so they're going to get a boot bag a ball um a t-shirt and a few other goodies in there oh that's just so they can take our message out into the community with them really i forgot to ask you about sponsorships too Uh are you so
0: are you looking because you're you're a
1: you are a charity 501c3 we are so we're always looking for sponsorships so um every year we look for people to sponsor our balls we you go through a lot of balls every year um the high school girls are looking to get some new jerseys this year so we're looking for sponsors to help pay for those so and we always are needing new equipment and you know all that kind of stuff yeah. so yeah always always looking for sponsors and we do have set price for sponsorships so for a panel on the balls it's 250 dollars um, different parts of the jersey um but we will take any kind of donation or sponsorship and use it wisely. I love it, I love it.
0: And then for gear, they need
1: what, a mouth guard, some cleats? A mouth guard and cleats, and we'll provide the rest, yeah. So we do not provide a jersey. Um, That is another philosophy of rugby. You will never see in any rugby game, professional or amateur, the name of a player on the back of a jersey. The idea is that the club keeps the jerseys. They are just numbered one through 23, 15 of them are on the pitch at once. But you are just on that pitch, you are one part of a whole. So you've got 15 pieces of a whole. No one player is more important than the other. And if you work together, you will win. And that was very evident with our high school girls who won state championship this year Mm. and our now senior boys who won state championship in 2016. None of them were particularly standout players individually, but because they worked as a, a unit of one and they played for each other, mm. they were successful and they will win. That's great. Okay, well, I don't think we can
0: top that. I just wanna thank you so much, Janet, for your time, um, for sharing about your organization. I know you're on Facebook, Twitter, possibly we are, yeah. okay <laughs> so good i'm not quite uh, sure about Insta- that. I know, <laughs> instagram i, know that you, I don't know no. instagram okay no. not instagram um, so
1: we are on facebook and twitter um and it's chiefs rfc
0: and then uh, this is janet Keene, president of chiefs rfc um my name is jessica taylor with john green realtor and we just want to thank you so much for today thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure awesome.